Cricket, cricket, cricket. Bats, bats, bats. Balls, 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 balls. Sporting woods, sporting woods. No, right, you're not an idiot. Have you got the run? <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Bats, bats, bats. Balls, 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 balls. And then make like a bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sporting Woods season five, episode six. Here we are this week to wrap up all things cricket. Sporting Woods regulars will know that Luke at the moment is away on his honeymoon. He had his lovely wedding in Laidley, which was beautiful. We beautiful all went. Wedding. But what we've who we've got here today is old Timmy Stanton. We've decided to stay left hand, right hand combination just to make it harder on the fielding captain. Yeah, it's a good strategy. Yeah. So yeah. How, how you been, Tim? Yeah, good, good. Lots of cricket been going on and uh, been playing a bit as well. So nice. Tim yeah. is a, a cricket enthusiast, as mad about cricket as as Luke and I. I've been keeping up with the Australian team. And where do you play, Tim? Playing in the lower grades down at uh, South Brisbane Cricket nice. Club. Go the Mighty Magpies. That's where Cutting plays, isn't it? As Ben Cutting's club, yes. Oh. And uh, Billy Stanlake oh, has joined us this Stanlake. season. So, yeah. We haven't seen him too much around the club, but... Uh, oh, he's been playing yeah, for the Yeah, we'll, we'll claim it. We'll claim it. We'll claim it. So we're happy to have Tim here today. Um, all the best to Luke. He'll be back next season. So obviously we're going to start talking, we're going to wrap up Pakistan-Australia Test Series, which was, a, you know, it wasn't as competitive as maybe some people would like, but I thought was a good series all around, good competitive between bat and ball as opposed to just team. I mean, we had some good performances there from most of our batters. Yeah, look, I think I think one of the big performances or one of the most memorable performances was David Warner's century before yeah. lunch on the first day. I mean, some people blast him for, you know, trying to, go too hard too early, but I, I thought it was a fairly balanced innings and it was just a lot of good cricket shots. I don't think, you know, he was trying to really assert any dominance. I think it was just the way that it happened. And I mean, there's only been, there's been less than 10, uh, dare I say less than five centuries on the first day before lunch. So yeah. it was a phenomenal it was effort. A f- and it was the first Aussie to do it since Bradman. Yeah, I think so. It was a massive, you know, it was a massive achievement as yeah. well. Well, Luke would be uh, blowing up at you for saying that, Tim. Yeah, so it's, it's nice. Oh, it's just have a have a dig early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke does not like. He, he, look, I don't want to speak for Luke, but he has had a few rants about David Warner throwing away his wicket. But like we always say, it's the balance. He is that dasher. You can, in my opinion, you should only have one of them in a test team, though. And I'm more than happy for it to be David Warner. So I think, yeah, he's he did his job. It came off that day. And yeah, just a tremendous uh, historical. It really was. It was. It was historic. That's yeah, the worst. Sitting there watching it. it, being like, "Wow, this will be one of those innings that you remember ten years down yeah, the line." Absolutely. So that's that's tremendous. What did you think of Pakistan? Well, I thought their bowling was actually fairly decent. I thought Amir bowled pretty well. Yeah. Um, same. The elder statesmen of the team, particularly the batsmen, they yeah. just underperformed, and it was really disappointing to see, particularly in that first game at the Gabba as well. You mm. know, with um, Shafiq. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Shafiq had to, you know, salvage that run chase after both of the elder statesmen just really got out to really soft dismissals. I, th- yeah. I think that was the, the big talking point for me for Pakistan was, was this the last time we'll see those people take charge of the team? Will we see Shafiq and Azhar Ali and all those guys sort of take more responsibility and, and lead them into a new era of test cricket for Pakistan? It's funny you say, you say that because that's pretty often the case when a, a team comes out, unless, you know, the South African team. But they were really establishing themselves. There was that was a predominantly young team establishing itself with yep. a few elder statesmen in there. 
But it's it's funny. I can think of just off the top of my head a few times where you have had that sort of, you know, the the veterans of the team, the conditions in Australia seems to break them, and and then you also see. Uh, younger players really making a name for themselves. And if you can make 100, especially like Shafiq made a double ton, especially at the Gabba, such a dominant yeah. field and uh, ground for the Australians, to make a double ton there, he's really cemented his place, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think we've just seen the changing of the guard here in yeah. Australia. I think that's pretty much how I think a lot of people would see it. And I hope Mickey Arthur and people in Pakistan also see that and maybe you know they can get back up. Because it wasn't that long ago they were the number one test team yeah, in the been, world. Last so, year was crazy for that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, old Mace was getting thrown around. Yeah, left, right, and center, yeah. I think. So, yeah, I think, you know, they're not far off, I, in my opinion. I think they're quite close, and maybe it is now time, particularly those soft dismissals by those experienced guys. I think, mm. you know, it was a key sign that maybe it's time to, to move on. Well, that was the second series of, of, of the summer. When you look at the differences in the Australian team between. South Africa and Pakistan. What did you notice? Did you- well, I just think it was just the reinvigoration. I think the big uh, selection cut was was probably the turning point of the summer for us. Yeah. I think all the positions changes were justified. Even Maddinson, I think, you know, wasn't necessarily performing at state level, but you had to give someone a chance. I don't think we could have kept going the way that we did and expect mm. results to be the same. I think Hanskin was a, a stroke of genius in the end. He's taken a test cricket to pig in mud yeah so he's he's been going really well and Renshaw finally came through with a beautiful century in Sydney and you know just really great to see him really dig in early and then once he was confident with the wicket and how it was playing then he started playing shots particularly against Yassir you know he looked really solid against him so the talking point for me was the change of selection mentality Um, I think that that'll be key for the next sort of three to five years going on. Yeah. I think as well to make that sort of stance, to further your point, it was important to bring in good people and, and it was important that they had success. But it was also the stance that selectors made. I mean, that hadn't been done for a while to bring in three debutants into the, the one test. And not only that, just so young. Usually yeah. we, if we see the sweeping changes, usually, you know, in past we've seen this like hussies who's yeah. got 10,000 shield runs. Yeah. But these guys are still young and took their chance well mm. and I think have earned themselves in the squad to India and things like that as well. Well, let's keep on the, the new guys and a couple of good performances out of the series. I thought you touched on it there, Matthew Renshaw. Uh, I was a big fan, obviously, very biased Queenslander, even though he is a pommy. Yeah. But, you know, I've got a lot of English, turning, got a lot of English yeah. in me as well. So that's he's just my good mate, Matty Renshaw. <laughs> um, but I thought even though he it took him until the last innings to get that big score, I think he did show even right from the start that he was what we need. In He's got some technical flaws. I've said that he, he his uh, right foot comes forward too much like, and he has to hit early. around a bit. Yeah. But that's a common sort of thing and that's something he can work on. What he has... There's two sort of things. He's got that temperament, but he's also got that ability to not chase the ball. That's an instinctive thing that you can't really coach. You know, he's like they say, oh, he's going to play and miss a lot. That's because there's a lot of guys, they'll see it, and as the ball's moving, they'll chase after it. Yeah, He sees the line early, plays down that line, and if it moves off that, then boom. Then it's, he's going to play and miss, or he's going to hit it. I think, he's, I think he fits the trend of... A traditional test opening batsman. Yes. You know, you've harked on, on it on this show, you know, going hard at the ball too early, getting your front foot forward too early. I mean, he does that. He, he can creep into his play early, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's an op- he's a test opening batsman. He's only 20 years of age. Yeah. He's got time on his side, and I think he can be a mainstay for, you know, the best part of a decade Absolutely. for the Australian and, test team. And he's got 
obviously that mental application that we talk about. And and it's he's not flustered. You see a lot of guys that they're opening up with David Warner, and it would be difficult to see a bloke on eighty and you're on ten. Yeah, you know that would be difficult. But that's what I think. Renshaw's got that ability. He just he he knows his own game. That's very important. I think. Yeah, he knows his own game. He knows his limitations. But as well, he knows when to put the foot down. We saw in that in that century, it was really impressive that he got to his 100. And then from there, from what, 100 to 180, he did it nearly run a ball. Yeah, and, and it was it was chanceless. You know, there wasn't right. it wasn't as if he was just slogging, slogging and yeah. going for it. You know, he was still still trying to look for the runs in conventional manners yeah. with, with genuine cricket shots. And I think that's really key for the top order of the Australian cricket side is is making sure that I have people there who are willing to put in the effort and you know willing to stay there under any circumstance. Mm. Especially going into this next tour, though, there was there was a bit of chat about maybe him not going, but India is a place where you want someone like Renshaw. Now we don't know what he's really like in strong spinning conditions with top line spinners, but I think he's earned the right to look for us to find out. Absolutely, I mean, there's so many unknowns going into this tour of India. I mean, there's only six, 16 tests combined between the 16 squad members. I think yeah. that have actually played a test in India, so yeah, it's the great unknown yeah. that we're going to see. Well, yeah, and let's just talk about a couple of more uh, really consistent performance from the Pakistan series. And I think again, leading into India, this will be important. But our our fast bowlers, I've been not critical. I think Mitchell Stark's a tremendous bowler, obviously one of the best in the world. But for me, the question marks around Stark were, you know, when it gets tough in his second, third spell. Does he still have that impact? Can he come on and have that impact? Can and, he hit the deck? Yeah. Can he still be what he is in his first spell, in his third spell, fourth spell? The, the Aussie bowlers had to do a lot of bowling in this Pakistan series, which I think was good for them. You've seen as well, the, the, they've done probably more bowling combined this summer than any other summer that they've played. Probably. And they've looked the least likely to break down. Okay. Yeah. And I think that does prove that cricket is one of those games, the more of it you do, you're conditioning yourself, your, your joints and, and everything, getting used to it rather than you know, straining on it or whatever. I'm I'm not a bloody doctor, so if they're going to break down, they shouldn't play. But I wanted to say that Mitchell Stark, I think the wickets, I saw he's so far taken 50 wickets in the test calendar year, 24 or something. Yeah. That's tremendous. Yeah, that's great uh, stats. Josh Hazelwood. I think Hazelwood well was, was definitely, yeah. definitely the, the pick of the bowlers into was, the season. Yeah. You know, he's just always, always there, always got, always asking questions. Yeah to the batsmen even with the South Africans he was still always on he was, he was um, Alma's bunny yeah, yeah. Hashim Amla yeah. sorry yeah. not Alma yeah I was Alma. like who's Alma um, Amla I was thinking of Alga um, you know <laughs> yeah. <God damn. laughs> my bad my bad my bad my bad and he's got guts. Uh, he yeah. he gives a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. You know, in that Peter Siddle m- m- mode, where you know he just gives a hundred percent, just runs in no matter mm. what the circumstance. Yeah. I think, I think I think he's great. The thing I like about him, you mentioned Peter Siddle, and that's that's yeah. We were we had a lot of Peter Siddles for a long time, which hard blokes. You can't deny that they've put in for their country and they've oh, done absolutely. a tremendous effort. But when you're talking about skill and tangibles, you know Siddle wasn't really that tall. Wouldn't do a lot with the ball, but he would hit a decent area. And sometimes he got it, especially new ball, would get it to swing. I mean, that hat trick's great. But when you look at Josh Hazelwood, and when you think about what I said with Stark as well, about how's he going third or fourth spell, Josh Hazelwood in every spell has a seam sitting upright. It's going to get a bit of bounce. He's going to surprise bounce. He's got a good short ball. He gets little, because he keeps the seam so upright, yep. gets little seam movement off the pitch. Anything in the pitch, Hazelwood would get. Anything in the air, Stark will get. That's a great yeah. combination. If and there's I any think, swing, Stark will get it. If there's any movement in the pitch, Hazelwood will get it. I think a big thing for Australia as well is 
our bowlers have the ability to change the game in a single over. Yeah. And in Test Korea, that's so important. Yeah. And I think that's the key for Hazelwood. That's the key for Stark. You can trust them to come on and say, right, we need a big effort over here. They can make something out of nothing. And that, that's the people that we need in our team. And I think they're building a great opening bowling partnership. And mm. hopefully they can uh, stay healthy and um, do really well for the years to come. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm sure they will as well. So, I mean, we had the Pakistan series. I think, ultimately, we did find out a lot of answers about new people, and we also, like we just mentioned, had some sort of opinions cemented by performances from yeah. our bowlers this summer. So, leading in, let's talk about it. Leading into our squad for India, it was announced, I think, yesterday. Yesterday the morning, squad. yep. A few new faces, a few surprises. Uh, what's the biggest surprise to you, Timmy? Look, I think I think for me, the one out of nowhere was uh, young Schwepson, the Queenslander. Yeah. I think you know he has been performing well in in the Big Bash, and and Warney did give him a, a big I was talk just up. Say, is it is it does he have that much power that he can just mention? Well, I mean, because remember Agar in England. Remember, yeah, Warney was, was the one behind pick Agar. Him, yeah. Pick him and, and, and he Agar got selected over, over Nathan Lyon in that's that right. test. Look. He he might he may just be there as the sixteenth man. He may just maybe, be there as maybe. as that last person, give him a bit just experience. in case. But I think the one thing that stood out for me is that the amount of spin that's going over. Yeah. Um, you know, Bird's there as the third um, seamer, but you know, I think we're really gonna we're really gonna see four spinners. You're okay. in some in some sort of well, we've got well, Maxwell as well. You've got Maxwell, so you can have a bat at, yeah. and I think I think that's a little bit contentious. The Maxwell. Selection because we've just seen in the two one days that have been played, he hasn't bowled a no, single ball. I was just say and that. young Travis Head from South Australia, he bowled ten overs in that first game at yeah. the Gabba and bowled well. Yeah, and I think he's Head's not he's not a part timer, but he's not a frontline spinner. Mm. And I think that would have worked so well um, in India. Mm. Um, but if Maxwell, who would you rate as a better bowler though? Would you rate? Like- well, I th- I thought it was Maxwell. So I, 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 yeah. I thought it was him. But why haven't we seen him bowl in, in the two games? Mm. Is there something going on? I think this whole year there's been... So, there is something, I think, behind the scenes that has happened with Glenn Maxwell. I mean, for him to... I mean, I didn't blame him, but at the start of the year, he was saying he wanted to leave Victoria to go to New South Wales. I mean, I'm going to chuck my tinfoil hat on for a sec and just say, well, there's one, there's one reason why he's done that. And he knows that he's going to get more consistently selected for Australia. He's got a, his his selection in the Australian team is safer playing for New South Wales than it would be for Victoria. And I think, you know, again, tinfoil hat's still on, so I'm crazy at the moment. But I just think that's the case. And think, and they didn't want him to do that because he was like he's one of Victoria's biggest yeah. biggest players. And Victoria also got snubbed by that, so they dropped him. Then he said all this stuff about Matty Wade, and it just—it's so. There's something going on. I don't know if they're trying, like, there's inner sanctum punishment, but I don't know why they wouldn't let him bowl because that's hurting. I mean, we're trying to win games. Exactly. He's, you know, in my opinion, he's not a genuine six batsman, so he's got to bowl. Yeah. And if he's not bowling, you know, for for tests. Not oh, a six well, batsman for tests because you could yeah, have a yeah. five or whatever yeah. for the one day. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's but just for the te- sorry, yeah for the, the tests. Test yeah. I, you know, if he's. He's not a genuine six unless he bowls. Mm. Like you know, he's got to oh, add that. Right, he's got to add that in. They've added Ashton Agar, and they've also brought back Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh. Yeah. So it's to They're me, tra- it's a little bit confusing. I would have preferred another batsman, just you know, over um, Maxwell or Swepson or Agar. Yeah. You know, it just seems a little bit like we're going bowler heavy. But at the same time, we need to get Coley out. We need to take twenty wickets each yeah. match yeah. to to win a test. So. I don't mind it, but I think particularly the Maxwell one, 
if we were going to take that middle order batsman who can bowl a bit, why not take Travis Head, who's yeah. been bowling. the number one in the one days? Yeah. You know, it just seems weird that we've we've watched him bowl just, in the one days, and then all of a sudden he gets left out of the test side. Do you think that they would? And this is just speculating. I think my hat's kind of half on at the moment. Do you think that they're using these one days then to sort of trial Travis Head to see what he is like bowling as the frontline spinner? Or do you think they wouldn't risk doing that in a game they want to win? I'm not 100%. I mean, it's hard to speculate, but yeah. from face value, you're looking at Head bowling 10 overs yeah. in a one-dayer yeah. and Maxwell bowling none. That? Yeah, does he even do that for South Australia? I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be so sure. I don't think he would do it every game. No, no. So it's... Yeah, it was maybe just they a, saw something. Maybe there's a niggle. They, I'm yeah. sure they don't tell us 100. Yeah. Everything. Oh, absolutely. But it was, but ten it overs. Is yeah, but it ten is. overs. You're right. Yeah. It, yeah. That you know, surely. Yeah, surely there's something going on that we don't necessarily know about. Mm. Um, I was. I, I got to be honest. I was surprised with Agar, because when you think about, because remember, Sox selected two. Mm. So we've got in terms of spinning, Nathan Lyon, right. Steve O'Keefe, Ashen Agar, Swepson, and Maxwell. Maxwell. But I think they'd be thinking of Maxwell Moore as a batsman. But I agree with I happen to agree with but you. But he can't be in the team. No, and this is going to doesn't bomb. This would be yeah, you're right. But this would be a spinner in the works too. But if you were, if you were going to say we were four for fifty, who would you rather come in, Matthew Wade, or Glenn Maxwell? Wade. Yeah, me too. 100%. That's that's me too as well. And I don't like. I'll, if I'll, we get, were, that, I'll get to that a bit later. On. Yeah, but if but if we were four for for two eighty. Oh, Maxwell's the yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I would say. To, I'm just agreeing with your point, being like, I, I don't think he's a genuine six. No. Because the six should be able to do a bit of both. both. So I don't... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't really know. But yeah, I... I it is... it is. I was surprised to see Agar there because we've... I enjoyed in Sri Lanka when we had the left arm uh, finger spinner and the right arm finger spinner. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was cool because you could spin it... Yeah, but spinning away from the right-hander yeah. and the left-hander. Yeah. That's good. Well, Agar's there as well if, if you know, Agar's the O'Keefe backup. If something happens to our kids. It's crazy, though. Don't you think? Like, I, well, I happen to agree with you. I think there's we're wanting our cake and eating it, too. Well, I don't mind it, to be honest, because we've won one series over there in, you 40 know, odd. yeah, 40 odd years. Yeah. Obviously, what we're doing in the past hasn't worked. Mm. You know, taking these five spinners, I think, I think, or five people who can spin yeah, yeah. is a deliberate tactic to say, hey, we're, we're coming at you. I agree. And uh, I, I think it's good to try stuff, but I also think they've. I mean, I'm going to sound like a Channel 9 commentator here, but do you think Travis Head is that much of a better bowler than Stephen Smith? Do you think... Well, and I'm sorry, and I know we're not taking it. Do you think yeah. Glenn Maxwell is that much of a better bowler than Stephen Smith? I don't think so. Yeah, but, I mean, but but there's obviously something going on because Smith did not bowl. Exactly. In the test series. And maybe he's just... Maybe he's just giving it up. Yeah, maybe he's just saying, I don't want to, I've got to yeah. focus on it. So, but yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think you just do what... what what it mm. takes. I mean, I, I'm not making centuries, so I don't know how yeah. tired. <laughs> I don't know how tired you get. But yeah, no. But I would just think it's it's one of those. Yeah, I mean, I w- it won't surprise me if we see Maxwell and Agar in the same team, mm. particularly maybe not in the first test. Maybe the first test they might go a bit more conventional, play two pace, play two spin, and then if they get absolutely demolished and they say, "Look, we need a new spinner or n- need something else," they might bring in an Agar or a Maxwell or someone of that ilk. All right. By the end of this episode, we each have to come up with our first team for India. Okay. First Sounds test. good. I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. All of us? Yes, yes. you too. Yes, Wilkins. Oh. You too, Michael. So we got to write the list of everyone up on the board. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to start talking. We're going to put that on pause. 
we're going to go and start talking about the ODIs against Pakistan that have been going on. Yep. P- taking place between Australia and Pakistan. We've had the first one at the Gabba, second one at the MCG. Uh, we're at one all at the moment. It's been a very good series. Timmy, you've got some opinions, though, on a certain player and his performances in the ODI. Look, I just just one big observation I made in the one day is... And- it's one of those things that just really, really gets to me, particularly as a lover of cricket and just an observer, is just the way that we're seeing Glenn Maxwell get out in this summer, particularly in these Especially ones. Especially when he's in. Yes. And, like, it's it's the way he's getting out and it's the timing in which he's getting out. And in the first uh, one-dayer in Brisbane, you know, we did have a quite a large collapse and it was up to Wade and Maxwell to... You know, steady the ship, and, and he did a great and job. Did a to great, start with, did yeah. a great job. You know, he's on sixty and looking really good. Both batsmen were in; they were on top, and then all of a sudden, he chips it outside off, straight to mid wicket, and it was the most, it was the softest was dismissal you've ever seen. Yeah. There was no reason why I needed to do it. There were people out, you know, on the fence who just pushed the ones, pushed the twos. No, thought he'd, you know, do the hero shot and do something ridiculous, yeah. and he just gets out. Second game, yeah. exactly the same scenario. We've lost a few early wickets with four for not many. You know, in the middle overs there, things are going along nicely. He's on 23. Steve Smith's in at the time. He's looking pretty solid. They're just pushing the ones against the spin. Then all of a sudden, he runs down the pitch before the ball's even bowled and just misses a ball completely. Yeah. And, you know, just ruins the momentum. That Premeditated shots. That's what he's and doing. And that's what's killing him. Yeah. And I, the image of Maxwell that I'll never get out of my head Yep. is when we put him up at number three against Pakistan, trying to save a test match in Dubai, and he reverse sweeps after facing maybe like two or three balls and gets <sighs> out. And that and that's that's him in a nutshell there. And yep. I just don't think he can be trusted to that's- make genuine inroads and genuine runs. I think we mentioned it before. If it's four for 40, Maxwell, he can come in for maybe a little bit, yep. but then he'll do something stupid. But if it's four for 200 with 10 overs to go, there's probably no one better than him yeah. in world cricket. Yeah. So it's it's that dilemma that really gets me. And it well, just it says to, like, there are certain players that have to, like, obviously you have to prove you have the skills. We know Maxwell has the skills. Absolutely. He doesn't have to prove his potential anymore. No. We know that how high his ceiling is. What he has to prove, and you'd said it, is that he can be trusted. And I think, I think maybe that's been something that's said to him. And maybe he's a little bit like, fuck you kind of thing. Because he does have pretty decent record. Like, he's, he's played some pretty it's great innings solid, for Australia. But, but it's still the fact that after so long, we can't trust him. His memorable innings aren't his tons and aren't his, you know, lower or end of innings batting. It's these stupid wickets at the worst possible time yeah. that's really getting getting viewers like myself really frustrated and saying, you know, this guy has so much potential and he, he is an ideal six in the one-day game, but can we really trust him? Yeah. That's, that's what's getting me. I agree. I agree. And well, and well said because he is a good player. It's just you want to be able to back him, but after a while you're just sitting there like you, you, you can't – like I've said it before on the podcast, like I'm, I'm jealous of these, all of these guys. They've got skills that I've never had and never will have. And you just want to see them understand that and make the most of it. Absolutely. That's why a guy like Matty Renshaw, you can back because you know no. he's giving it his all. Yeah. Whereas a guy like Maxwell, who so easily gets to 60 and, and then, then runs, plays a risky shot, or, like a silly shot. Or runs down the pitch yeah. like a madman and gets bold. Yeah, and, like, and you're sitting there being like, well, you didn't have to do that. that. That was more or less uh, forcing it. The game, the game scenario, particularly in that one in Melbourne, yeah. 
There was no need. No. There was no need for what he did. And it just really it just really gets to me to say what what's in his head? Yeah. What what's he thinking? Timmy, you're new, right? Yeah. So and I don't know if have you listened to every one of our episodes? Just about. All right, well not too not all, but very close. First of all, I'm sorry. But second <laughs> of all, I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but you've brought up something you said you'll never lasting memory, you said. And there's just one guy, and I've said it a million times, <laughs> Brad fucking Haddon. Oh. We were six. We were six for fifteen, oh, Tim. And he, yes, we were yes. six for fifteen. <laughs> we were six for fifteen in in South Africa, okay. and Dale Stain okay. was bowling to him on his fifth or sixth ball or something. He tries to charge him and smack <laughs> him over right. extra cover, and he gets out surprisingly, <laughs> and we're seven for <laughs> fucking fifteen. If but, tell you what, if Nathan Lyon wasn't in that team, we would have got out for less than twenty. So yeah, I, I know what you mean, and it's it's people like that. You're just like what. What is going through your head? It was it was just like what I like what are you doing? I understand moment? pressure can make you yeah. do crazy things, but seriously, mm. there's no part of you that can think, all right, we're six for fifteen. Yeah. Let's charge Dale Stain and try and put yeah. him over. Like, I get it. I, it would have been cool, but at the same time, at six for fifteen, probably not, not the time to try no, that. Absolutely <laughs> I'm trying to not. whip that one out. And that's why it makes his test selection yeah, s- Maxwell. very contentious. Yeah, I mean I agree. what's his role gonna be in the test team going forward? Yeah. And particularly in India, you know, people do say he's a good player against spin, and that may be true, but he's also got those absolute um, howlers in him. And we can't have that if we're trying to beat India. Yeah, like I said at the start, you know, Warner is tremendous when he comes off, but you can't have more than one of him in mm. your team. You can have one of them where it's like, you know, said, what's his role going to be? Well, like we said before, if we're f- f- four for 300, there's no one better to get you quickly to 500. Yeah. But... That's really betting all your chips on, on Smith and Warner and Kawaja and, and yeah. Sean and, Marsh. And you think Ashwin, you of... think Ashwin isn't going to take two or three early? Yeah, exactly. You know? like, yeah, it's it's very difficult. But you've got to prepare your team to balance. And I think with Maxwell and Warner, especially, it, it's just you're going to have yeah. to make sure you can count on your Sean Marshes. Mm. And that's a big, big risk. But I just wanted to point out, I yeah. think... Uh, Big props to Pakistan as well. They lost. They've lost two players. We've had to go back to Pakistan um, to be with family in some trying times, and they've come out and they've given it a hell of a go. Yeah. Well, I think you, like we said before, it's the changing of the guard. They've got some really good players. Yashi Shah, yeah. of course, didn't probably didn't have the the series that he'd hoped for, but still showed that you know when he gets hit for fours as a spin bowler, and to me this is important. He keeps tossing it up. Oh, That's I was I was, to- I was talking thing. about the one days. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, Sorry. you're right. But either Sorry, way, man. you're right though. With the with the with the one day as though Pakistan as well. Yeah, they've given it a red hot crack. And yeah. oh yeah, gee, that first one day I thought Australia just had a really balanced team and everything was going great and the bowling was just sensational. Glad to see Pat Cummins come back and get a go. I thought yeah. it's good to see him. He mate, he hasn't played constant cricket in the better part of eight years. So yeah, and he's crazy. just bowling really well. And I, I'm really really happy for him um, seeing him get a go. And he's bowling quick as well. Which what is did great you think about? What did you think about him not getting selected to go to India? Oh uh, no, nah. there was no way. I think I think Bird justified his yes. his spot, yeah. but I don't think we will. I doubt that we will see Bird in the uh, team, barring an injury or some sort of I think we'll massive change. And, yeah, and agreed, agreed. So yeah, there's our point. The ODIs have been pretty uh, pretty close. We're heading into the third one in Perth. Um, Looking forward to seeing the use of the bounce. I think the the bouncy wickets are back at the Wacker, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Mitchell Stark and some of the quicker bowlers, Amir as well. I think like I think Amir before. Amir's just been killing it. And yeah, he has. The, um, 
Junaid in the uh, one days. He, he only played game two, but I thought he bowled terrific. He's left arm. Left arm, yeah. very tall. Yeah. Got some really key wickets there as well. So yeah. I thought he bowled great. And I think, yeah, I think the Perth, Perth, if they're playing on that same strip, but I'm not sure if it's the whole square, but there's just this one certain pitch that has been everything you remember about uh, Perth wickets. So let's hope let's hope it's nice and fast, nice and bouncy, and we get a high score, good run chase. Oh, yeah, one other thing I wanted to say. Brisbane game. That was one of the hottest days. Oh, it was terrible. In It has been so hot in Brisbane. Like, it's usually pretty damn hot in Brisbane. And the, the issue is, is, it's been 80% humidity. Yeah. And that's the killer, so... It's 32 degrees, but feels like 40. Well, that's when you... Like, I've been going on the weather app every single day, and you go in and it's like, all right, so the temperature's like... The other day, the highest I've seen is the temperature is 36. And then you go down and it says, feels like 45. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, that's really hot. It's, it's to the point where you just can't go outside. And I've been in like 40 degree heat, where it's dry heat, you know, your, your Adelaide's and stuff. Yeah. It's completely different. You go stand in the shade, it's all good. You stand in the shade in Brisbane when it's 40 degrees. It's Just still as, as hot. Yeah. It's still it's thick, hot air you're breathing. So all of those, the, the players that that, uh, that ended up not being able to finish the game, you can't, you can't judge them for that. And I don't think many people are. I just wanted to reiterate that playing cricket in Brisbane in those conditions is, it takes more out of you than, you, than you're even aware. And I played four-hour games. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Compared to what they're doing, yeah. the, the level they're playing at, you just, you can't, I mean, Billy Stanlake's one I think of, you know, it looked like, oh, mate, you only bowled three overs. Yeah, yeah bullshit, man. It's it was so tough. hot. And, you know, they're he's professional athletes big, as well. He's a big man. Yeah, you know, they, they're doing full-scale warm-ups, whereas, exactly. you know, us local cricketers are just probably just rocking up, maybe yeah. roll the arm over or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, they're doing full warm-ups and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Just wanted to give a shout-out to um, whoever invented pickle juice. Because yes. they have got the best free advertisement of all time. <laughs> I think that that has to be just one of the classic things of the summer. Just Matthew yeah. Wade yelling out, Pickle juice! Yeah. I need the pickle juice! <laughs> like, Look, if Matthew Wade doesn't continue his career for Australia, yeah. if that he has the, left his mark. His spokesman. His meme creativity is... Crea- second to none. Yeah, second to none. As soon as he does that, it's just every second time. Pickle juice! Yeah. Bring out the pickle juice. It just reminded me of, Ma, the meatloaf. We want it now. <laughs> the meatloaf. Fuck. I don't know what she's doing, doing back, back there. there. I never know what she's doing. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's... Pickle that juice. Pickle juice. I've never heard of that. Buy but, it today. But I was... I Look, I've given Matthew Wade a lot of shit. I don't really rate him. I don't think he's he's good enough to be Australia's frontline keeper. But he proved in that second one day why he's in the team. First one, first, first, sorry, one, first one. He proved in that first one day out why he continues to get looked at for selection. He's obviously tough as, oh, tough as hell. 100%. That was a gutsy innings. Yep. I've given him shit and I don't really like it, but that was a gutsy innings. That well, really, really was. And, and I'm so impressed in those conditions, man. And like, yeah, calling out for pickle juice and just smacking it. But that's obviously shows, you know, he was struggling, and he was struggling early on. Yeah. You saw him even in the in the fielding innings. He was struggling. Those conditions are incredible. Yeah. So I, I'm very impressed by Matthew Wade. Yeah, it was a, it was a great inning, something that Australia needed. And I don't I don't know if you could pick anyone above him these days. I mean, you could argue there are better glovemen. Going but, to but, in, going yeah. to India, you can't now. Yeah, because it's done. you can't it's just done. say, oh, by the way, here's your first series. Away in India. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, exactly. We're going to judge you based on yeah. those stats. So, yeah. 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 I'm not saying it in a bad way, like they have no choice, but I think, you know, 
he's now yeah. at least solidified a spot and saying, right, we're moving with him. Yeah, I think I think that innings did was enough. And yeah, the fact they're going to India. I think if they were going to South Africa, maybe, maybe not, but even not, not England because it'd be too important. But, but even I then. think South Africa. Look, for me, I would again hand up to being a biased Queenslander. But I think the fact that Chris Hartley's never even got a look in when he's shown, like, obviously his batting wasn't up to scratch at the start of his career. But have a look at his stats. Have a look at yeah. all the stats over the past four or five years. He, he's consistently the highest uh, yeah. average for a keeper. He he toured England with Australia. I think he, he did. toured. He toured. But the Agar he, Ashes. The Agar Ashes. Oh, uh, that was. Did he? I sure? think he toured that one. I thought. Uh, okay. Well, I think so. Someone, please tell us. Fact check. Yeah, fact check us. But I think you could, you could count on one hand how many catches he's dropped for Queensland. Oh, 100%. Which is incredible because mm. he's played a shitload of games. Yeah. And he's proven that he has improved in his batting, which shows that, oh, fuck, maybe he can, could improve more. He's a hard yeah. worker. He's, as opposed to, you know, someone like Glenn Maxwell, you're not even saying, or oh, improve your skills. You're just saying, mate, just stop, stop. getting yourself stop. out. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. When yeah. you look at a Renshaw and you look at someone like that, they've obviously worked for that, yep. whereas there's a lot of natural ability be- that's getting thrown away yep. on the other hand and you're getting pissed off by it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I agree Wade should be the one that goes, but I also think that we should constantly be looking at good keepers. Yeah. Because oh. he's he's not. Well, I think that I, I was originally shocked that Neville got the got the flick. So mm. I think they are, you know, it's a, it's a thing where no one's really stood out so much where mm. they're saying, pick me, pick me. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're, it shows that they're still looking around. I so. still think it's that, and I've said this again a lot of times, I still think that our our cricket team of the early 2000s, the late 90s and stuff has just ruined it yeah. for us, for, almost because we expect a gilly. Yeah, we expect Certain someone positions, to, we expect a warning, we expect a gilly, gilly, we expect a Hayden. And a expect, McGraw. And a McGraw, yeah. And it's just like, you can't expect that. Yeah. They're that good. Mm. So I I'd, I would say more or less that we got to find a good keeper. Yeah. Stop fucking thinking that we're going to find someone who can, you know, belt, run a ball century every game. It just doesn't happen. There's not too many all-rounders that are that good. But if you're a keeping all-rounder, you're in the team to keep. Yeah. So that's... But, yeah. Uh, but I think, again, Wade has shown, at least, you know, his keeping may not be flawless, but at the same time, like, he, he's gotten there. They're going to go with him. Yeah, they, they will. They've, they've given agree. enough. They they've given... He's given enough for the selectors just, to say, Rudder, we're going with you. I'm just worried in that, um, you know, like we said, need to take 20 wickets. It's going to be shattering when you've got a big partnership between Coley and that, and it, you know, a little tickle off of Steve O'Keefe or Nathan Lineball. And yeah. Just drop. No, that, yeah. And that's, it sounds nitpicky and very specific and stuff, but it, you're sitting there being like, that's likely. I've seen him do it a mm, lot. Yeah. And, and, you know, people are talking about Neville too, and I saw him drop two catches the other night in the big bash. Mm. And you're just like, you need your keeper to not, you know, keepers are special. They're there just to keep. We've got completely carried away with the fact that it's Gilly and that he yeah. fucking could smack a, a, a century. But Ian Healy was the best keeper. Mm. He is still the best keeper, keeper Australia's ever had. Agreed. You know, Gilly was a tremendous player, but he was not the keeper no. that Healy was. No. Healy was the best. If you're going to make an Australian team of the century, it's Healy. As as on, as the sk- on wicket-keeping skills. Yeah. yeah. It's Healy. So... People, and I, I don't like heels. <laughs> I'm saying that because he was a bloody <laughs> like good keeper. Keep. And that would be, I think that's where the selectors are wrong. They're looking for, you know, like we said, replacements for these greats. You just can't do that. you got to remember the role. Yeah. So rant over. But um, Hashtag. Hashtag rant over. But the ODIs have been sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually have been no, really entertaining. Been, yeah. And I know this is a test-based yeah. Um, show, but you know, I think it was important to point out those those one days. It's been really good. And well, yeah, and, and with all the so much twenty twenty, you forget 
that 50 over cricket does toss up those scenarios you don't see in either. Yeah. You know, you can come back from a big collapse in an ODI. Yeah. And you don't really get that too much in in T20. It can happen sometimes, but but again, it'd be more, well, we're what, five for 20, we just got to hit and giggle and if it comes off, it comes off. Off. Whereas in a 50 over, you can work, you can work your way back into it rather than, well, we just got to swing and if it comes off, it comes off. So it feels like there's that skill, that different level skill, that Michael Bevan skill that that fifty yeah. that fifty over cricket throws up and and yeah it, it is exciting so I'm very much looking forward to the third one I know you are yeah how good it'd be good to see but in talking about the big bash we'll save this we'll for save the it very for the end. end all right we'll get quickly go through the big bash because there has been some incredible things happening in the big bash oh my my favorite bit of the big bash so far is is these last over finishes oh, oh it's just been great yes. um we saw Aaron Finch bowl the last over oh. against Perth. I was Aaron Finch yeah. of all people. Yeah, Bowen is just left um rubbish and trying <laughs> to win the game and he almost had Did it. it. Yeah, and then Agar out, oh, the run out Agar hit the six to win it. Yeah. It wasn't he fired up. It oh, was great man. to see and it was really good to see, you know, it, these games actually mean something to him. Yes. And I think the Renegades have been involved in two yeah. last over losses yeah. in this Poor season. Bastards. And uh, we saw another great game, the the Heat and the Six uh, the Sixers mm. in Brisbane, and that came down to the last over as well. And mm. it, you know, it's just so exciting to see. Yeah. What about the the um, what was the one? Was it Sydney Bash? It was the one where Owen Morgan hit that six off the oh, last ball. Um, against Hilf. Yeah, uh, the Hilf stars. stars. Yeah, yeah Owen yeah. Moore. They needed twelve and over for the yeah. last eight, I think it was, was an and they got it. That was game. fantastic. And because it was just a couple of people you didn't really expect. That's what I like. I like that uh, a situation could be thrown, like that Agar one. A situation gets thrown on a guy who's fucking done fuck all. Like and that, you know what I mean? Like A prime example, Ben McDermott. Oh. He's a young Queenslander. Yeah. Um, you know, he went down to uh, Tasmania for a gig. He got a, a gig. couple games with the Renegades before, though, didn't he? I think he, he even played for the Heat. I think he played for oh, the Heat. Okay. and um, he. Uh, but he hadn't played many games. He this hadn't played... His second game this season. Yeah, because... Sangakara was in his place. One of the all-time or one of the modern greats yeah. of our game got dropped for this young kid. Yeah. He's come out and he's just battled a century, won, won the game for his team. It was unreal. Century. It was fantastic. I, I watched that. Or Fox like you, I watched that immediately after it was done. I rewound it times 30, kept my eyes closed for most of it so I didn't see it and remember it. Went straight back to when he was in and watched it again. again. Just yeah, watched it, it again. Great. That's how good it was, man. And, yeah. and again, I'm not... I always say this, I'm not the biggest 2020 fan, but I've, you know, when I say that, all I want is Test to always be the pinnacle. Yeah. That's all I mean. Because 20, I love cricket. So any cricket game is sick, backyard cricket, 20, I don't care, Kanga yeah. cricket, French cricket. I like it. So the 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 twenty the Big Bash has been incredible. Uh, I'm starting to really love it. And playing 2020 games a lot more, you, you do start to realise there are different tactics. There are little yeah. things you got to think about. Yeah, and like uh, one one thing I like to think about it is, you know, I, I still put Tess as a, the pinnacle of our sport. Yeah. But I I love the Big Bash as more of a entertaining sort of a more like a television show mm. that has cricket. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, there's lots of tactics, lots of entertainment, lots of big hitting. You know, every there's something going on every ball. I think that's really great. You know, to bring the crowds in and things like that. But I still think. You know, yeah. Test cricket's always going to be our pinnacle. And if that's the way, it, if that's the way it uh, remains, like I, I like that. I like that you say that. It'd be like yeah, a TV show, and then it has a movie. 
you know, and the movie would be fucking test cricket. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the same analogy, but I know oh, what but, you but mean. Like, like, I, I'm viewing it as as not necessarily like high skill cricket, yeah. even though the quality is quite high. Yeah, I'm thinking of more of an entertaining television show. Yeah, which is great. It's yeah. it's fantastic to well, watch. I'm sure they're getting the numbers. I'm sure oh, the, the, the crowds are going. Be, yeah, yeah. So, Record crowds. So again, just there's a bit of apprehension. There's a bit of apprehension in in me as a as a really passionate test cricket fan that I really just hope that even the, these new people, they give test cricket more of a chance as well. Absolutely. And, it, and it, so them loving T20 and cricket, watching a lot of it, helps them understand yeah. test cricket yeah. a bit more and, and understand the different skills that test cricket requires. Yeah. It's more that mental aptitude and, and, and things exposing like that. these young kids to the T20 game and say, hey, maybe I want to actually play cricket. Yeah. And then they go through the system. You know, particularly in the grade cricket and stuff, mm. you know, you don't necessarily play T20 games. You're no, playing a lot of two-day right. two games. Yeah. So, um, you know, even just to get bums on seats and get kids thinking, hey, maybe I want to play cricket, yeah. that's always a good sign. But as I think the concern always is that you're up here in the Big Bash and, like you said, you go down to... In, in, the, in the ideal world, you go down to here. Yeah. But sometimes that's not the case. You'd be up the, you're up the top in the Big Bash and you go straight to yeah. the top of the test and that's just like, hang on, it's completely different. different. I mean, I love... I love Chris Lynn, and in my opinion, he would be able to be a test player because yeah. he does have a, con- a conventional oh. skill set yeah. and, s- and shot selection, but he's playing T20, so he goes for it. Yeah. But um, I would hate to see him get put in the test team now without having playing any domestic yeah. cricket recently. Yeah. Agreed. So it's, it's completely different games. Luke and I have talked about that before. How can you ask guys to go from playing Big Bash to test cricket yeah. in like a matter of a well, week? Well, we are, we are seeing teams getting split up, you know, the T20s against Sri Lanka, I think most are going over. Most are going over to oh, the T20s coming up. Yeah. I think most of the test squad are going to have a training camp in Dubai. I think yeah. they're going to be in two places at once. So I think we we're going to see that trend happening a lot as well. I, I actually like that too. I like the idea that there's two different teams because I think it just puts it takes that pressure off the other blokes. Yeah, but as well, it still gives these new fellas that are coming into like international cricket for the first time Time exposure exposure but without the expectations that the test cricket guys have but at the same time i'd still like to see smith warner and stark play constant t20 cricket so you know it's a bit it's 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 that balance yeah yeah i agree agree. either way big bash it's been sick there's an even comp Who, who do you got predictions for winning it well it's hard to go past perth yeah it's hard like, I mean, they haven't had a good run Lost lately. Lost a lot of good players, though. Yeah. To me, one of their best players is David Willey. And, and now he's, he's gone. overplaying yep. against India. AJ Tyres, killing oh, it. Man. Always doing well. Yeah. Under the radar. Yeah, Definitely so under the good. radar. But, you know, if Lynn... Unfortunately, Lynn's um, injured now. If he gets back in time, maybe the Heat can have a run. But uh, well, that, it's that's the beauty of it. It's so up in the air, and one game changes the whole scope of the ladder. And I think we have found out, though, that Without old Linny, the Heat aren't no. quite the team oh, they yeah. are with him. No, no depth. So I don't, I don't know if I can, you know, my heart, my heart says the Heat, but my brain says that the Stars are looking pretty good. Yeah, Stars are. Probably I mean, lost the least amount of people. Yeah, and KP's killing it. He is. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. So I, Perth, Perth for me, yes, but they have lost a lot. But you're probably right. I think maybe the Stars, on paper, Stars. Yeah, I think the international players they bring in don't get selected anymore. No. There's no Luke no, Wright, yeah, uh, Luke KP, yeah. yeah, and they're pretty consistent performers too. We'll have to see though. It's, it's a great comp. 
great initiative and, and really entertaining, like we said. All right, so let's get down to it. Our first test team for the first test against India. India. Do you want to lead it? You can lead it. All right. Well, I'm going off the cuff here. Okay. So I'm going to open up with Matty Renshaw. I'm going to give him the first test because I back him. So Renshaw's in. Renshaw is one. Warner is two. This is this is a big question for me as well. This is one of the calls that I hear no one saying. I think this guy probably is the most overrated cricketer in Australia, but he's not bad. Like he's still good. I'm not gonna. Mm. I'm not saying he's shit, but I just think he's very overrated. That's who's been Kawaja. I think he could be a liability in India. I mean, no one. Yeah, it's not a secret. I that see he's where not you're very coming from. Spin. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. But even from. even on a inconsistent bounce, his his footwork, unless he dances out to it, but even then. He's always playing away from his body. He's got the technique of David Warner, but he's not as uh, destructive as David Warner. He his dismissal in the last one day or in Melbourne was just just a nothing shot. It was poor. And I know I know it's a different I know it's a different format. Yeah. Things like that, but gee, we can't have those wickets in India. No. There can't be any soft I, dismissals. So I I can't go with Kawaja. Okay. I'm gonna go with Sean Marsh. At three. At three. Righto. I'm going to save Smith for four. Four, yep. I am going to have Hanscom at five. So, so far it's Renshaw, Warner, Mar- S. Marsh, Smith, Smith Hanscom. Hanscom. This is when it gets fucking six tricky. Is, six is the one I think is going to cause the most uh, controversy mm. in this uh, in this uh, test too. This is going to be fucking... This is very hard. I am going to go with... Matthew Wade at six. At six. I'm going to go with Matthew oh, okay. Wade at six. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, I'm going to well, go we, with... Well, you can only pick the players that have been selected in the tour. Mm. I'm going to go with Maxwell at seven. <laughs> Fuck, that's a big call. <laughs> that's um, massive. That's massive. That is a massive call. <laughs> hasn't played in the test for almost three years. <laughs> Backing his bowling. Backing his is bowling, a- he hasn't bowled. <laughs> Fuck, alright No, no, don't change it Fuck, this is hard Nah, you called it You picked picked your shot I'm gonna go Maxwell 7 When he ends up making centuries And taking fifers Remember I said it here Sporting words Alright 8 Stuggy Yep 9 will be um, Who comes batting first? I'll just go Lion 10 I'm gonna put Birdie in I've been backing Birdie You're going Bird I'm going Bird And 11 Hazelwood So, my team Opening up with Renshaw and Warner. Sean Marsh at three. Steve Smith at four. Uh, Peter Hanscom, five. Matthew Wade to come in at six after the century, recent century. Glenn Maxwell to come in at seven. Mitchell Stark to come in at eight. Uh, and then you got Lyon, Hazelwood, and Bird. In whatever order. Yeah, yeah you don't matter about order. the order. Um, so I'm thinking that if, there's an, if, if the performances don't come in that first test... From, so, so you're only giving these I'm guys giving a one test. Yeah, I'm you're only cont- giving one test. I think they should be able to do it. All this shit, like, oh, it's better if they feel safe in the team. Fuck no. When has complacency ever been good? Uh, it's not so much complacency. I, th- I, I get what you're saying. Like, we've we should be looking to win, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I get the whole like when a guy's confident, but if he's confident, he's probably played good innings. If he's played good innings, he's probably not going to get dropped. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's. That, to me, that's just cop out. I think if you've, oh, and obviously I understand that you know you're going to have some innings where you just get a good ball. 
But again, mm. you see that for what it is. Some cat gets a good ball that, you know, seems two inches. Yeah. You're not going to drop him off that. If there's a bad run well, out. If you'd hope a, not. Yeah. I think, for instance, Callum Ferguson, I think, was dusted. Yeah. He got, early. He got but he was But he was a victim of the yeah, marsh. He was He too. was a victim of the selection yeah. issues that were going on. I, I agree. It's not his fault. To me, you can't drop. A, you can't give a guy a chance and then drop him mm. after a ridiculous run out. Yeah. I'm not doing that, but I would say, you know, based on circumstance, if they just get out because they can't face yeah, spin, spin if, they, if, okay. if they just play so a bad So on that shot, provision. Yeah, yeah, so there's a couple of players in my team for the first test that have that little contingency. You've got to that are, show me that you can play a yeah, role so in you've team. So you've got a red flag. On Sean Marsh and Glenn Maxwell. There you go. So if if those two don't work, you probably bring in Usman, and if Maxwell doesn't do well in that first one, you're looking at either Agash, Wepson, or O'Keefe. So you've left O'Keefe out. So your spinners, fuck your spinners. I just thought, yeah, no, you're right. Your spinners are Maxwell and no variation and is there. line. That's it. No variation there, is there? Both right arm. Are you going to cut this all out? Are you going to change? Are you going to put O'Keefe in for Bird or? You can't have three spinners. Why not? India will. We've only got two paces though. We don't have a we don't have a third seamer at all. I uh, mate, you reckon they don't? I've only got two spin. I've only oh, got two seamers. Fuck. All right, all right. I have made changes from the first one because. You're right. You can't have two right arm off spinners and just. Oh well, you can. You can, but it'd be bullshit. It'd be silly. Your words, not mine. Well, that's my words. So I'm going to back the old um, sock and go with our Sri Lankan series a bit. Um, so socks come in. The batting order is interesting, though. Does Starkey come in at seven? Or does. Cause no, oh, well, sock see, doesn't come in at seven. No, he's not. No. O'Keefe is low order. Yeah. He's genuine. So you have to have 11. Stark then at seven. And that leaves the batting way too thin. It's very this is, thin, isn't this it? This is why I said we should have bought another batsman. batsman, just in case. You are right, because fucking yeah, your next batsman you're bringing in... Is Kawaja. The only one, yet, yeah. But you want him top order. That's And that he's the... There's only one genuine batsman, like, that'll reserve, be left out yeah. Yeah, as a reserve. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Well, I guess, yeah, like you said, you can only really go with what I got. And I am, uh, you, I'm putting in Jackson Bird though, aren't I? And that's something that you're not going to do. All right. Well, how it. do you know that? Because you maybe said it. maybe I'll drop Hazelwood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, look, that's my team. I'm happy with opening right. up with Renshaw, Warner, Sean Marsh coming at three, Steve Smith to four, Hanscom at five, Matthew Way will come in at six. Uh, we got Starkey in at seven, very early. We got Nathan Lyon, Steve O'Keefe. Uh, Jackson Bird and Josh Hazelwood. That's a very long tail. That is a long tail. And but hey, Starkey made some bloody runs. You know, yeah. Look, the boys I, aren't bad. Yeah. the Tailenders aren't bad. No, they're not. It, it's a long tail, but it's it's a good tail. It's not as you know. Starks made some test runs. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I yeah, it's it's hard because the squad that they picked, you've only got that one reserve batsman. But then, are you going to leave yourself a bowler short? You know, so it's a, it's a very yeah. interesting setup. And that's setup. the thing, you haven't picked, you've picked sort of middle-of-the-range spinners. Yeah. So you can't be like, well, am I really going to bowl Glenn Maxwell 25 overs? Like, you might have to, though. Exactly. It, they, India might put on 550. Exactly, though. What but, are you going to do? You can't bowl Stark and 
um, Hazelwood and Bird, you know, all these overs. overs. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting to see what they're going to do. Yeah, I agree. I've just found out in selecting that team how sh- fucking shit yeah. is. It, it looks good on paper. But I just think but they're, they're how, tried... how they're going to make up the team is... is cake and eat it too is yeah. what it seems like they've gone for. An each way bet and see what happens. Yeah, that's right. An each way bet. That's what that's the squad they've picked. Alrighty. Well said. All right, let's hear what you've got. Well, I actually haven't changed too much, but I've added a few little, or I've added one change. So I'm opening up with Renshaw and Warner. Uh, I'm keeping Kawaja at three. I think he's earned it. I, yep. you know, I, I don't want to change too much. Smith at four, Hanscom at five. Uh, I think he could be a sneaky player of the series. Hanscom. So do I. Uh, Ashwin, Ashwin it, against Ashwin, it's going to be really interesting to see how he bats. Mm. That sharp turn, if he's playing it really late, he mm. could get found out, but at the same time, you know, it could it could be diamonds. There's two ways to play spin is what the Indians say. Yeah. Either cut out to it or play it as late as you can. Yeah. The the time that he's going to struggle is on inconsistent bounce. Yeah. Because yeah. he's going to go gonna back roll, to it and it's going to roll it day in. Day five, out. day yeah. five, things like that. So it's going to be really interesting to see. But, but I, I think he's yeah. a sneaky player of the series for Australia. Nice. Now, my six and seven could go either way, mm. um, as in depending on how they want to do it. Mm. But I've got Ashton Agar at six. Massive call. But I couldn't put Wade at six because I think it's too much of an effort to have him bat six and keep. Yeah. And I'm expecting India to put on 400-plus scores yeah, in first inning. So I think that's a bit too much to ask for someone like Wade. Um, and Ashgar, uh, Ashton Agar has shown that you know he can, he can bat well. Um, mm-hmm. But it goes to my point when Alex was picking the team. Are we leaving ourselves a little bit too thin? Yeah. I've gone with the spinner. Uh, you know, I'm a spinner myself. Big Ashton Agar fan, so I've got him in the squad. I think he, I think the finger spin will be will be great. Yeah, he's batting over at there. six though. I've got him at six. That's a big call though to ask him to bowl overs. So obviously yeah. he's going to be your second. Spinner, he's though. my he's my all rounder. Right, he's my okay. all rounder. Well, is he my second spinner? Yeah, hopefully. And then um, Agar and Wade at six and seven, depending on what what they do. I don't yeah. really mind, but I'd prefer Wade still at seven. Yeah. Then I've got in any order Stark. Lion, Hazelwood, and I've gone with O'Keefe over um, Bird. Bird. You got three. I've spinners. got three spinners. That's sick. I don't think we can. Can I change mine to Tim's? <laughs> I like Tim's team better than mine. I don't think we can win. I think we've got to go in thinking we need to take twenty wickets to win. That's a that's a very ambitious team, but it's a it's, team it's you ambitious. look at it and you're like, that could it work. could it could take wickets, but. It could leave us susceptible to runs, which I'm is why... I'm happy with that team. I'd only change... And I know people are going to be like, what? But I would have just changed those two. Yeah. that's That, to me, is the, the only change. But I understand where you're coming from. Kawaja hasn't performed badly. No. So, But for me, I have concerns about him in India. Yeah, that's, and and, that's and I, fair. And I have Sean Marsh in, in Sri Lanka. He's yeah. played pretty well, well in spin. Yeah. But again, either way they could go, I really like I really like your team. Hey, I think honest. I think what the selectors will do... We'll have Renshaw, Warner, Kawaja, Smith, Hanscom, and Marsh. I think they'll play conservative. Sean. Yeah, Sean Marsh, yeah. sorry. Sean Marsh. And I think they'll they'll play O'Keefe as a second spinner. So they'll only have two spinners and six genuine batsmen. I think that's how they'll go. But I, I'm of the belief that I think we need to go into this tour saying we need to get Coley out by any means necessary. And I think spin's the way to do it. Get those 20 wickets. Rotate the spin. I think that's the way to go. Oh, you fucking... You just smashed me in the predictions, Tim. But, yeah, that's... You just smashed me, mate. But, yeah, it won't surprise me that 
Sean Marshall be picked to eight. I actually agree. Everything you've just said, I agree with. Thank you. That's ridiculous because I agree. I think, yeah. Well, we'll just, now, we'll just will... wrap up the show. Yeah, this I is think... the uh, Tim Stanton show featuring <laughs> the Sporting Woods. <laughs> but that's it. That is a good, yeah. That is good thinking because, so, yeah, that, it would be conservative to do that. And then they'd have, uh, they'd, they'd yeah, have six Wade. genuine batsmen and Wade at seven and then two pace, two spin, but they leave themselves short in a part timer. So that's why I've got Agar in my team. Mm. The issue is, is are we spreading too thin with our batting? Yeah, and I think that'll be the case. Well, I, I actually agree. This should be a good point to end the show because that's smart chat and I have nothing to offer. Michael, um, you got your team? Oh, uh, yeah. I, too, want to back Tim's team. That's <laughs> exactly what I had. I'm... <laughs> There's a bunch of things we still have to talk about, just in general. Okay. For example, uh, Alex, have you met any cricketers recently? Oh, yes. Oh, I did, actually. I have. Um, the other day, Michael, in fact, uh, I had a, a missed call from uh, Paddy Cummins, and he just said, mate, can you just head down to, to the cafe? <laughs> and I want... Not at all how it happened. <laughs> yeah. It is. That's what happened. And just, he said, just mate, got... just pop down and just... I need, I need just a little bit of advice about where you think yeah, I should um, that field. Bowling in those middle overs yeah, in that's one it. day. Just, yeah. just, you know... Do you think I should go with the off cutter or the leg or, cutter or, to to Azar? But you did tell him about the cross seam, which he just absolutely killed it, it said, in that look, first it's, game. It's that cross swinging seam too was... much, especially at the Gabba. Yeah, bolt cross seam. You get the extra we'll one bounce. to bounce. One will skid on. And and Alex, you're a genius. Uh, look, I don't know. it worked, but it's crazy. But it was, it was pretty crazy how it did happen. Yes, it yeah. really happened. Was we went down to the cafe, we saw the boys. Well, like before that, where I was like, "Hey, let's go here and do like some work and stuff." Turned out to be closed, so we couldn't. So I said, oh, let's go get a coffee. I suggested this place over here. And you're like, are you going to do a plug? Are you going to do a plug? No, fuck them. Oh, I meant for the cafe. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck (laughs) them. They're not giving us any cash. Yeah. (laughs) Coffee. But Alex was like, it's too far. It's too hot. Let's go to this place here. And I was like, oh, fine. We'll go to that place. Yeah. And then, yeah, lo and behold. Oh, yeah. I walked out of the store and I was like, that was the weird part because I was like, is that... Is that Patrick Cummins? Looks like Patrick Cummins. Oh yeah, you asked Vilkins. Yeah, yeah. I asked Vilkins. Oh mate, like, you've lost. And it. He was like, "Yep, yeah, I think so." And then I and then I walked up and I just said to them, "Can we get a photo? I'm a big fan." And after you finish your food though, because I don't want to bother you. And they were like, "Yeah, no worries." And then they came over. And then this isn't that interesting a story, Michael. No. It, I but be it's, it's cool it's that you met him randomly at a cafe. Yeah, that's probably how far it goes. It's not on, like, the top 100 things you would have thought that would happen today no. that you meet. No, but also when you think about it, like, Ridges is just up there. Yeah, that's where, where that's, they, do they that's say That's I'm pretty sure. And, and That's the way they were running back to after they... Yeah, they <laughs> legged it pretty quickly. Yeah, after. shock horror. I was like, okay, now can you just push your penis into this mould I've got? They <laughs> <laughs> definitely didn't want to stick around for a photo with me, because Alex, once I took his photo, he was like, Vilkins, do you want a photo? And I said, no. <laughs> But not like, no. You said no. Well, yeah, that's Both probably... Of them were pretty... He's going to tell the story like, oh, yeah, and they were already gone by the time. I was like, no, well, you also you... just went, nah. You got Vilkins they, rejected they, to a train. Very nicely, very nicely agreed to let a photo with Alex be taken. Because I'm like a kid. And then yeah. Alex completely signs them up for a second photo, being like, oh, Vilkins... Oh, yeah, would that's you, right, yeah. I was like, oh, like yeah, do you want a photo too? Hey, boys, jump uh, on in. And you can see both of them, like, <laughs> just being like 10 centimetres of height. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that, yeah they were both like, uh, and who the hell is this go. guy? Here we up? go. Yeah, that Get was the, the line up going. Yep. Yeah. 
I walked out too. I was we'll like, get yeah, the, mate. we'll get the table. Alex Jones like shook their hands. They were like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and totally... then immediately after that, I was there with the hi, Michael, Michael, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, sweet, uh, Mitch. we still yeah, don't Mitch, care. <laughs> Mitch Stark was literally like, Mitch, cool. Yeah. Like, um, Mitch, I'm Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We made a great impression. Yeah, oh, good. So anyway, the boys are they're probably going to be on regulars on the show now. If you, we did take a photo. If yeah. you. Yes, we, that's the whole point of telling the story. If <laughs> We did take a photo with them. I got a photo with them. If you want to check it out, it's on our Instagram, Sporting Woods Podcast, also on our Facebook. Yep. On our Facebook, which is just Sporting Woods Facebook. We I throw think, all know, the Sporting photos up there because you also recently met Jeff Thompson. I did. I met ago. Jeff Thompson oh, not long ago, right. yeah, at the Cricketers Club. He oh, okay. was, I actually did have a conversation with him and he's a nice guy. Oh. He was maggot. But. <laughs> well, Tomo does all those cricketing tours. Remember that? Remember that? Image, I think it was an Ashes tour, and he's just sitting in the stands he with was, all his tour kit, and he's just absolutely written off. Oh, he was rotten. That when is I just one. Of, as well. That is just one of the classic images of Jeff Thompson that you'll ever see. Yeah, and yeah. So, Tim, Tim you may not know, but we started getting really good at taking photos when we meet these people because we met two Olympic swimmers that we had on the show for a big interview. Yeah, and we pressed, hyped it heaps. It was great. It was a big, full, like yeah, forty-minute yeah, interview. Yeah. Not a single photo Didn't taken. Didn't get any photos. They but, could have been Megan's. Whose fault was that? Oh, Vilkins. Oh. But no, no. <laughs> no, do you know whose fault it was? My car. Because my car, the battery died and we got completely distracted. I was worried I was going to get stuck in the Sunshine Coast. Oh, right. Or have to get a tow, tow. from the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. And I was freaking out. And so you just went Just completely it. mind oh, blanked. Oh, and, yeah. We got them to autograph a little wooden cricket bat, though. Yeah. But oh, again, awesome. without a photograph, like with them with the bat... It just, just looks yeah. like we've scribbled so, their names yeah. on a bat. Yeah. So we can't even There's put no photos proof. of anything. There's, There's no, no proof. proof. No. So you could just say, oh, yeah, we interviewed. So that's why. And you think like in four years, like eight years, yeah. 20 years when we try to sell that, that they'll call them up and be like, do you remember, remember signing oh, yeah. this bat? So that's, that's pretty much, though, uh, Tim, we're going to need you to do an impression <laughs> of Viv Richards next week. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the hair part down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also quickly like to mention the uh, the fact that Luke's getting married. At, uh, oh, haven't we mentioned that? We haven't mentioned this. Oh, this was start, start early on. So right. we had a Bucks party, which was very classy. No strippers, no drugs. Oh, uh, yeah, it was pretty shit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was a good letdown. It was a great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Mate, it was a good one. It was a cricket game. Talk we, about we put hot. on. Yeah, talk it was a hot, hot day that we day. We put on a full-ass 2020. Talk we got everybody kitted up. Yeah. There was a trophy. We had little... Uh, Logos made for the Luke Gold Bucks Party 2020. So the the way that the cricket game was set up is, you know, like a lot of Luke's friends don't play cricket. Yeah. And that's fair enough. So we just split players up into people who have played cricket and people who haven't. And, and then, then we had two captains one. and yeah. went one for one. So Luke picked a cricket player. Vilkins got to pick a cricket I, player. I, who I was got the best man? Picked to be the uh, captain. captain. The best captain man. Luke, yes. yeah. Yeah. And we played last man standing rules. And... For the life of me, no one could ever believe it. It came down to the second last ball. Yeah, it was one of the craziest games of cricket mm. I ever watched or seen. Oh, like, Al- Alex umpire. I was the umpire. Al- Alex was umpire. It just, just wouldn't have been fair for one of these teams to have me. You know, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but I think I, I actually wasn't invited to the Bucks party because I'm a dick. So, um, <laughs> but I got a late call up. Do you want to stand in the sun for four hours and an umpire? And I went, "That's uh, my dream. That's what I always want to do." <laughs> Literally, how that went down. And that's yeah. I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, no. I was stoked to be asked to be umpire. But I think I think undoubtedly the highlight was the bowling prowess. Well, let's let's of give Mike, a bit of background to this too before Michael we get there. Mm. 
But a month before, Michael said, had, this had Three been all in the works. Bam, yeah. bam, <laughs> this, this had all been, bam, 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 we're going back bam. in time. Michael, hey, Alex, do you want to <laughs> No, Michael asked me uh, if, if I could take him down the nets because he'd never played cricket before, really. And we went down the nets and surprisingly, Michael picked it up very quickly. It was a fun time. It's so- a simple sport for simple people. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Michael. <laughs> no, it was, it was tough. We went probably put in about, you know, 12 to 15 uh, four-hour sessions. <laughs> um, a few hill sprints. In yeah, the- intense fitness. Yeah, conditioning. conditioning. The- yeah. Yeah. In the rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, peptides. Chasing chickens around. Like, catch it, catch it, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the full Tomo. It was like, wild pigs. Yeah, montage. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rocky montage of me <laughs> yeah. and Michael. No, we did do, well, we did one. Um, and he picked it up quick. But then going into the game, I realized, you know, we, I was umpiring and then it was, all right, so we got to have the next bowl. Michael, you don't have a bowl. I remember we did one practice, uh, but we only did batting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, uh, Michael, uh, just quickly, just, just, you, know, you were like, you might uh, be a bowl. I, I was like, just, just Those roll your arm. three sticks in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just roll your arm over. And he was like, yeah, all right. Michael came in and off the first ball, there'd actually been a partnership Is, Are we setup. going back to the game? Yeah, we're yeah, in the game Yeah, now. we're in the game. First I, ball. I, I'm aware now. First ball that Michael, well, Timmy weren't listening to my story. No, sorry. <laughs> First ball, Michael Bowles breaks the partnership. Great catch. Great catch. I'll give him, I'll give him that. That was... Who took it? I um, think the uh, first one was Dan Mitchell. Dan Mitchell. Dan Mitchell, yep. And then... Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Dan. And then... So he's taking a wicket. We all lost our shit. We're all running around celebrating. It was great. But getting to the, the rest of the over, Michael landed them all on the on spot. spot. Yep. Didn't bowl one wide. Landed them all on the spot. And then the last ball gets a caught behind. behind. A caught behind. In a behind. social game of cricket, no one gets caught behinds, man. And it was a genuine edge. It was a great genuine edge. There was no contention in the call. It was It was a great... So two for five off his first over. Michael Vilkins, mm-hmm. cricketer. Loves cricket. Anytime, anytime he rips on cricket now, I can just say, mate, two for five. five. You took you two for five and you loved it. I've never seen you smile so wide. You love cricket. You love cricket, It Michael. was a sight to see. It was fantastic. It was all the positive reinforcement. I was smart. Like, if I was driving... You love cricket, man. If I was driving and I ran over, like, a puppy dog, but then, like, the 20 closest people around me were like, yeah, oh, my God, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, and came up and patted me on the head and no, rubbed my belly. You love Don't cricket. Don't deny it. Don't, Don't you love deny it. I do as well. Like, it's a bit crap that the bowler gets all the glory for it. Like, all it was, it was like... No, man. No, it's not. No, I've no. heard this. I've heard this from, take from the a glory. couple of non-cricketers. It's take like, the glory. Why doesn't the fielder get it? It's like, because you're meant to take, take catches. catches. That's what you're supposed the to do. The bowler creates it's the opportunity the, for the, the catch. The way I feel about it is if the roles were reversed and Dan Mitchell had bowled that exact same ball and I was there to catch it, there's no chance I'm catching that well, he ball. He should have bowled it better. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He should have bowled it to the point where the batsman didn't hit it to you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Bowl to your field. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> if you see Vilkins at mid-wicket, <laughs> outside off. Outside, outside off. <laughs> Either way, it was a That's great day. Smart. It was a great day. Uh, the wedding as well as self. Luke's the, wedding was, was wonderful. It was uh, yes. The one word to describe it, I think, was perfect. Yeah. Uh, I think I, it it had everything, and uh, the setting was lovely, and um, the food was terrific, and the company was, you know, even better. Filkins had one of the uh, all time funniest best, best man, man speeches. speeches. Uh, props to that. I'm actually glad you brought that up because uh, after it, it was brought to my attention or reminded of me 
that I uh, was meant to end the toast. Like, it was a great speech. It went off uh, like a frog in a sock, which is something I've never said before, and I apologize <laughs> and will never say again. It's a one-time thing. <laughs> yeah. But at the end, instead of toasting to the couple, as I did, I, as best man, was meant to toast to the bridesmaids. Now, I'm sure I've been told that before, but then completely forgot about it. Oh, well, mate, I don't think anyone was thinking so, about that. I would like to take this opportunity. <laughs> if everybody listening at home on yeah. your iPads and those of us in the studio, yeah. we could just... Raise your or in your car, glasses. in your car. <laughs> yeah, raise Just hand out of the raise, window. Raise <laughs> your forex in the car when you're driving. <laughs> yeah. uh, to the bridesmaids. Responsible drinking. Luke and Katie's bridesmaids. Luke and Katie's bridesmaids. Thank you. Yeah. Now we get. I'm also thinking like we get more listeners than we're at the actual reception. So that's, if anything, well, that's good. so that's, cop that, that's Luke. Like, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's preferable that I do it on the show. That's, that's right. right. You're just thinking you just wanted to give it to more people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spread they the really love. yes spread yes. the love. But either way, it was a lovely day. We want to thank uh, them for inviting us. Yeah, I've actually. Uh, we've got a special dial in. I happen to know that they are lit right now at the pub waiting for their food. And we can get them on the show. Yeah, yeah, cool. A little, right. little cool. check-in. All right, let's give it a go. Yeah. What are we going to... What are we going to say to them? Just... <laughs> show should, went should great. We do, should we do a prank call? <laughs> <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. <laughs> it's ringing. <clears throat> Stand by. I feel like doing a radio show. Yeah, we should do that. Congratulations. Hello? Hello? He's got his mouth full. Sorry, Katie passed the phone to me while I had a mouthful of food. Ah, killing it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on it. I'm already all over it, Luke. Can you turn him up? <laughs> what happened? What? I called it. Uh, I've only been here a few minutes. What's happened? And Alex said, oh, he's got a mouthful of food. And then you're like, sorry, I had a mouthful of food. <laughs> I, I nailed it. I nailed it. You, you, you know me too well, mate. Yeah, I know. I know you like food. Tom. How's how's things? So how's it been? Have you enjoyed yourself, Tim? You've you've, you've jumped into the spot quite nicely, mate. I've, I've picked the top eleven for the India team, uh, India tour. Oh, so very contentious, team. but I think I think it's a good squad. I think it's a good team, good eleven, I should say. I'm I'm glad to hear. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's uh, shaping up to be a good series. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll see how we go. A lot of spinners, I uh, see. Yes. Well, that's uh, what we were just saying, Timmy's. Look, I'm going to give you a rundown of Tim's team because oh, it's pretty it? good. Hang on. It's, listen right. to this team. I, I, I want to read it out. Cause it's this is good. the Tim Stanton 11. This is Tim Stanton's 11. All right. Let's see Stanton 11. Matthew Renshaw and David Warner opening. Yep. Usman Khawaja at three. Steve Smith at four. Okay. Peter Hanscom at five. Ashton, yep. a- Ashton Agar at six. Oh, okay. Well, Matthew well, Wade at seven. Well, you can interchange. Oh, you can change, you can change, change the Wade and Agar. batting order, but Wade at seven. <laughs> Mitchell Stark. Yep. Nathan Lyon. Mm-hmm. Josh Hazelwood. And Steve O'Keefe. Yeah. So I've only made yeah, I've only made good. one change from the Sydney Test, and that's Madden. I see that. Uh, that's Hilton Cartwright out for Agar. Out for Agar. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad. Do you want to you want to see Swepson in there at any point? Maybe over the series. Well, Warney's big um, red flag against him was not performing in India. I think it's more the finger spin in in India will will mm. do us better. I think Swepson's going to get a lot better. out of it, but I think he's the sixteenth man. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's nice. Well, all right, guys. Well, we, I'm, I'm mid lunch, so so what are we what are we doing? Well, yeah, we didn't really just call you up to talk about how great our show's going. Yeah, I, I did. Well, I wanted to see how <laughs> marriage life is treating you. Yeah, like. basically. Have you been managing to keep oh, up with mate. the cricket during your honeymoon? 
I, I have a little bit. It's been cheeky, but, uh, but we have... Oh, I, I have bet you been cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite bit so far has actually been at the pub we're sitting in right now on Wednesday night. Oh, they have a date night, right? So, like, you know, you get to bring a bottle of wine or something. But the same night is also bikini waitress night. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's interesting. And that's not unintentional as well, Luke. <laughs> yeah. You've planned this. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding. How'd you look in your bikini? <laughs> Mate, I look great in the bikini. <laughs> I don't think they like, pass out bikinis at the start of the night. I've misunderstood. <laughs> Thank you for date night. Make sure you got a bottle of wine. And, so the bikini. Bring you bikini. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you bring the red one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's been wonderful, guys. I'm, I'm, uh, You're staying really up at a rainforest at the moment, aren't you? We are. Turns out it's like seven, eight, nine degrees cooler up there than anywhere uh, else. Uh, so I'm sure you guys are having fun in Brisbane. Dang, <laughs> well, that's what I, I thought. It'd just be really crazy humid, and then you told me that there was no. a hot tub up there. I was like, that sounds like the worst thing I can imagine. It just sounds like my pool. No, no, no. It's like ten degrees less, and I've been in the hot tub like every day. It's fantastic. Oh, righto, mate. Okay, righto, Luke. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to show off the bikini. Then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you bring the bikini, you may as well get it out. See, so are you heading to, to any... answer your question, Tim, it's been good. Yeah, excellent, thank you. Uh, uh, got any pole dancing lessons planned or anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it, mate. That's, that's it, that's all else. for the, that's, uh, that's only, all for the entertainment. The, the nude entertainment, yeah. just, just titty waitresses, <laughs> yeah. that's all good. <laughs> that's good, though. Did Katie laugh? That would have been funny as fuck. Yeah, yep. No, I got, a, I got a giggle. I got a giggle. She hasn't gotten bored of my jokes just yet. Ah, good. <laughs> oh, you've got the rest of your lives, Luke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I better get going. But um, thank you for for the, for the call. Oh this, yes, you've this got is lovely to be included. An important meal and, uh, to lo- get back to. Yes. Oh mate, I'll, I'll walk you through my meal just for the listeners. <laughs> Actually, uh, is it a palmy? Is it a palmy? No. Oh, mate, it is exactly a palmy. Thank you. Uh, yes, but but it's an Italian palmy. You won't believe it's a chicken palmy with a lasagna on top. Oh, <laughs> good chips, good chips. It is it is a pretty good chippy uh, salad and lasagna parmigiana. It's it's, uh, it's oh, unreal. Fuck, that does sound good. Mm. All right. Mm. Oh, few, all right. A few mangoes. Go, yeah. few all right, mangoes. all right, all right. All, right. all the best Whatever. to you oh, and your right. wife. We'll see you when you get back. Thanks. See you guys. See you, Luke. Right. Bye, Bye, mate. Bye. That was Luke Gold there, uh, former host of Sporting Woods. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that gone. was probably going to be the last you hear of him. So fucking see you, Luke, and uh, look forward to next season, just me and Tim. Thanks. Yeah. I can't, be- <laughs> can't believe our last thought of him is going to be him in a bikini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. It's not good. That's pretty funny, though, taking your missus on your honeymoon. I mean, to a to, to bikini oh, waitress. <laughs> I love apparently his titty night down at the bar. Hey, Dal. You want to hey, <laughs> you wanna, you wanna head down? Yes, we <laughs> down. <laughs> No, that's good, that's good. Oh, All right, what have, what, what have we got to look forward to? Have we already done that? What's coming up in the world of cricket? Well, I mean, well, I this... we've basically done that. This, yeah. this tour of India is, is, is massive. Is yeah. massive. I, I cannot wait. Only big series this year. we got India and then Ashes. Ashes so later on. there's only, like, two big series and they're big. Yeah. I don't think we play much in the middle. All right, Sporting Woods, thanks for coming in, Timmy. Thanks, Tim guys. Tim will be in the next season as well. This is our season finale. So Luke will be joining us. Uh, pardon me, Tim will be joining us periodically yeah. whenever we need. We might even whenever we can get him. Basically, yeah, that's right. 
So it's been great to have you, mate. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, listeners. Luke will be back next season as well. Uh, Michael, as always, thank you. What did you learn this season? I, oh, yeah, you thought you were oh, going to sneak away, but yes. you didn't. I was like, and we're wrapping up. We'll just slide no. on past. What did you learn? Because uh, that's the, the whole point of this declaration. podcast. Declarations. Yeah, the follow-on, remember? Follow-on. Follow if you can remember what the follow-on is right now, the season is a success. Oh, yes, it is when you get far enough ahead. I know if you win Man of the Match in the Matador Cup, you get, <laughs> you get given a barbecue. A barbecue. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the same. That's not cricket. That's something I learned about that's cricket. More branding. That's more branding. That's more advertising Cha-ching. and sponsorship. <laughs> Imagine winning a Matador barbecue. Bro, <laughs> tell me what the follow-on is. Right now, you can't get out of it. It's when, it's when a team gets far enough ahead that they want to continue batting. Continue to watch the batting. <laughs> as Technically true. As fielders, yeah, I guess. <laughs> They're bowling, so yeah, that could also be known as bowling. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Um... So that they can, uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, because the team hasn't scored enough runs. Yeah. So it's like, look, just keep Go going. Yeah. And see, yeah. And, we you, can... and we can get them all out again before they even reach our first right. score. It took the words right out of my mouth. And Alex. I and... just wanted to help. I just, I just... And bonus point. Yeah, bonus point. Bonus what point. is the number of the lead they need? Oh. That was going to be your bonus question. No, oh, I'll I'll give a bonus bonus. All right. Oh, well, no. you got one bonus. <laughs> you got one bonus bonus. What's the amount of runs? That they have say, to be ahead by. I'm going to say 500. That's ridiculous, ridiculous. Michael. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. 500. Like no, ridiculously. <laughs> like, Get it 500 in. is an entire <laughs> score is okay. great. What's yeah. the difference? What do they have to be more than? 200. Yeah. 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 Well, done. well done. Well done. And What's your bonus, bonus, bonus point. Oh, this is a bit of trivia. never uh, ends. What is the most famous slash infamous forced follow-on <sighs> in Australian cricket? Oh. I have definitely been told this. Yeah. But it was not this season. Because it was on so. part of the podcast. Yes, it was. It has been. It has. I believe it wasn't in Australia, but it was repeated again in Australia. I'm going to say one of the teams was India. Correct. <sighs> yeah, it happened in... Um, 2001. Yeah, but then again in 2003. Look it up. Oh. Same two blokes. VVS. Yeah. But it wasn't Australia, though. It was in Australia. Oh! Oh! Yeah! 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 So, yeah. India, uh, India, and Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> what happens? Oh well, one team got up by like, you know, Australia. a fair bit. Mm. Yeah. And then they went, "Nah, you go again." Yes. Oh wait, no, I do know this, but then they uh, they couldn't do it, so India won. Yeah. 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 They ended and up very rarely. They very were so rarely far happened. behind. Yeah, yeah. They were so far behind that we said, "Yeah, yeah, you bat again. again." Then they fucking put on like a two two blokes put on like a three hundred partnership. And, and we won like, the game. Oh, shit. And then their spinner came on the final day and blasted one us of the most Blasted us in the ass. One of the most memorable test matches yeah. in modern history. Mate, I got two for five points. I don't need the sort of... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to finish on two for five points. Excellent. We'll let him finish on that. <laughs> Been a tremendous season. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Check, it, check us out on your favourite uh, podcast application, and you should find us, Sporting Woods. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next season. And then make like a... <laughs> so okay, hang on. Let me set you up. Let so me set what, you up. Yeah, I'll set you up. Right I'll set you up. So we'll do the one day a bit. Let yeah. me just set you up again. Right. So are you gonna set me up? I will set you up. All right. So we're talking set about. Him up, Alex. I'm setting him up. All right. For God's <laughs> sakes.